You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 178 with Stephanie Sakura. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, I'm super excited to have Stephanie back on the show today to talk about kids stuff. So we are doing a series on simplifying our lives, and I know that we can just get so overwhelmed with all the kids stuff. So I thought it'd be great for her to just talk about um, what she has seen with her clients and what she does in her own household from things like what do we do with school pictures to family pictures hanging on the wall and where do we get rid of our kids clothes? What do we do with them? Do we sell them? Do we donate them? Um, what are the things that we do to kind of just manage all the stuff that just is in the house with all the kids stuff. And that is not even touching Christmas and birthdays, you know, and all the gifts that come through. And then what are we doing with all the old stuff? So if you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed with all the kid paraphernalia, this is a perfect episode for you. Make sure to share this with your friends. And I hope that you guys feel really encouraged about getting your house more simplified and just feeling like you have a little bit control over your space once again. Hey, you guys, welcome back to my favorite things segment. So today, because we're going to be talking about kids stuff with simplifying, I thought let's talk about some products that I love using on my girls. So today's products are going to be all doTERRA products. I'm going to talk about three items um, that I love using that two of them I'm pretty sure um, are just through doTERRA that you can find. So I think they're pretty amazing. So um, I don't know if you guys listened to episode 166 uh, that I did with Kristen Pardue. And we talked about all the doTERRA products that she loves and I love, um, and that what also helped me during my weight loss um, journey, losing 50 pounds in 10 months. If you missed that, make sure to check that out. It's episode 166. So if you love Kristen and you feel like she offers you so much knowledge, I am on her team. So by purchasing through me, you also help her and support her. So I just wanted to put that out there. But anyway, I wanted to talk about the three things that I really love with doTERRA with the kids. The first thing is their probiotic. It's called PB Assist Junior. And it pretty much is like a pixie stick without food coloring and sugar. The girls love taking them. And so it makes me feel so good knowing that they really enjoy it. And I'm also helping their gut health. And it's something that um, I know that I can give them every day and feel good about it. And it's very convenient because it comes in like a little packet, like a pixie stick. So it's super easy to travel with. I'm not having to think about how are they going to try to swallow it or how am I going to open up a capsule and then put it in some food? No, it's completely easy to travel with, take it in the car, just give it to them whenever. So I love this. Um, The other thing that I love using, and this is a new product, is called Tamer. It's a roller and it has, um, you know what it smells like? Double mint gum. It smells so good. Um, So both of my girls, I've noticed, have started having motion sickness issues we live in Tennessee, rolling hills, you know, a lot of back roads. And so I feel like that starts to get to them. So I wanted to try this and it really has helped. Honestly, I think sometimes just smelling it can help too. So if you have kids or even yourself that deal with motion sickness, I would try this product, keep it in your purse. Um, so that anytime anyone's feeling nauseous, you can just roll this on their stomach um, or let them smell it. It's also perfect for taking to Disney World. You know, I'm a travel agent. So um, anywhere you're traveling on an airplane, you know, riding rides, keep it in your purse so that you can pull it out. If someone's feeling nauseous, you know, they went around the teacup a little too many times. Um, And the other thing that I really love is the on guard roller. And this really helps with your immune system. 
So I just roll it on the girl's spine or I roll it on the bottom of their feet if they have not put their shoes on. This thing has been a lifesaver during flu season. I really feel like this has minimized us getting sick. Um, I can't say that, oh, you'll never get sick using this, but it does help your immune system. It absorbs into the skin. I've been rolling it on my spine, on my feet, and I pretty much are chasing them out the door trying to get it on their spine and stuff like that. So those are the three things that I absolutely love. So again, if you haven't subscribed to the Mom Inspired Show email list, um, I would make sure to do that. That way you have all of these favorite things in your inbox at your fingertips. You don't have to go searching for it. All you have to do is go to mominspiredshow.com, enter your name and email and subscribe. That way you have it all there. If not, you can always go to every episode, click on the episode, look at the show notes, or you can go to mominspiredshow.com forward slash favorites to find these specific items. And again, if you haven't bought doTERRA from someone in six months or over, um, you can totally buy from me. So feel free to use that link and there will be no issue. So again, I hope that you enjoy it. If you have any questions, feel free to let me know. I would love to help you. All right, let's go to the show. Hey, Stephanie, thanks so much for coming back on the show today for part two of the series. Hey, thanks, Amber. Excited to be back. Okay, so you guys, if you missed last week, make sure to check it out. It's episode 177, and we talk all about taming that paper. And this week, we are going to be talking about kids stuff. So I don't know about you, Stephanie, but kids stuff can totally make your house look crazy. And I talked about that a little bit last week where your personality could have been you know, pretty organized and all that kind of stuff before kids and then kids come and then all their stuff takes over. Um, So we are just going to jump right into all of this. And um, some questions that I have in regards to kids stuff is school pictures and what in the world are we doing with them once, you know, you're replacing it? Um, I have to say that I'm getting to the point where, and I know that you probably are going to understand this, but I realize not everybody is similar, um, that I'm just getting to the point where I don't really know if I even want to be buying school pictures. They're very expensive. And we do have professional pictures taken every year. So my husband's kind of like, why why are we buying this? Half the time, the pictures don't even look good. But let's pretend that's not the case. And um, we are going to have all those pictures. And then you get a new picture every year. And honestly, they're doing it here where you're in in fall and spring. So it's like, this is a lot of photos. And then where are those photos going? Um, So I'm just curious about that. And now that I think about that, okay, I'm going to ask you another question too about photos. I have our professional photos from our photographer and I have big size photos. Um, I don't know where they're going to go if I ever decide to kind of replace them with something else or different photos. So let's just stay on photos for a second. And I'm curious what you would say about that. And also what's come to my mind now that I'm talking about this is when people get really big canvas pictures or they get really cool, like wooden photo things where it's like, where, where are you going to put this? If you decide I want a different photo, you can't like give it away. I mean, you're just putting your photo (laughs) on the... (laughs) <laughs> on the driveway. Um, and then, I mean, what do you, I, I don't know. So th- this just dawned on me as I was talking this out to you um, that, yeah, what what do people do with all these big, especially the big photos, but I do want to talk about like five by sevens and all that kind of stuff. So wh- with all of that, have you encountered this yet with any clients with like these bigger photos? And then it's kind of like, oh, I kind of don't want to have this up anymore. So what's your thoughts? Yes. And I just have to say, do you ever see the show Shit's Creek? Um, so it is so funny. Um, Todd and I have just started watching it. It is so funny. So if people ha- don't know what we're talking about, yeah. um, 
it's this wealthy family and the accountant does something, you know, bad with their money. And then they have to go live in this crazy motel and the town is called Shit's Creek, right? Yeah. 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 And so it, it, it is hilarious. And, um, I, I'll, I constantly go around going David and, and people, if they oh don't gosh. know this, they don't know what I'm referencing, but, um, it is really funny. And if you just want to like chuckle to yourself, it's yes. a really good show. It's on Netflix. That's how we're catching yes. up on it. But oh, what is your reference to I, this? Yeah. Oh, I catch myself sometimes. I think I'm Moira Rose. I talk. <laughs> Moira. <laughs> um, yes. Anyway. But so they do, like you said, when you have these big canvas photos, like what are you going to do with it? And so they lose basically everything, but the government didn't take this like jai, oh, yeah, enormous life-size yes. portrait of the family. And uh, they yes. had to put it in their hotel room. So to your point of like, what are you going to do with it? <laughs> they didn't, they're like, well, what are we going to do with this photo? <laughs> like, so, um, so to your first question, sorry for that tangent, but oh, I, I just, it. that's first thing that popped in my mind. I was like, yeah, what are you going to do? The government doesn't even want it. You know? No. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but the, um, so the photos I am in the same camp as you where again, my children are just starting school, but I don't buy the photos. Cause I'm like, uh, like I remember, anyway, I see so many people with sheets and sheets of photos and boxes I mean. that they're like, what, yeah. are, what do I do with this? And then I they mean, feel and guilty. Who, they make you buy them too, where you get these little, I don't even know what the sizes are that like, who, who's going to have this? Nobody carries that in a wallet anymore. I anyway, know. Sorry, and that's go why I even look, that. we have, we have so many grandparents and I'm like, okay, what package can I give each grandparent a photo? And I was like, none of them. you like, it just either have to buy a hundred yeah. or you get one or anyway. Yeah, so I, know. I, I started don't, if anyone works for the photo company for the school, I'm sorry, but I take a picture of the, <laughs> of the, the sample they send me. Yeah. And what do I do? I, I upload it into their digital book and I'm like, there you go. And you my know, kids, I call it a day. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, they, they're still doing okay. I don't, you know, they, they're not in therapy yet because yeah. of it, but, yeah. um, but that is what, and then I also send the grandparents a, a the, digital. The, I'm like, here, yeah. here's a this picture. This is what their school photo looked like. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I would say to those people who are like, cause trust me, there's a bunch of the other moms. I hang out with, they're like, oh my God, no, I buy all of them. I'm like, that's yeah. fabulous. You know? Yeah. Right. That's, <laughs> wait, like, that's their mom? jam. They're like, know. yeah, they're, I'm yeah. sure they're judging yeah. you right now, but that's okay. Okay. They no, so, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I would say for those people who do buy them that, because again, I'm not saying this because I'm mean and want to throw stuff away, but which is partially true, but, um, that I see so many moms again, holding on to them. And then they have, you know, you know, sheets and sheets of their child from eight years ago of like their little photos. And they're like, what do I do? Do I just throw them away? Okay. I'll just throw them away. So I'm like, at the end of that, you like, give out your photos, you know, put that photo in the frame, whatever it is. And then when the next year comes that, you know, take that photo out. And I remember my mom had, you could either take a photo of it and scan it into their book or have one place to put those pictures. Like I remember yeah. my mom had this little book and I remember mm. I still have it. It's just this one little book that she would slide. You could slide the pictures in the pages open up at the top and, um, and just put the school years in there. Uh, but having a place to put it and then get rid of the, the other ones you don't need. Yeah. Like you can have their one five by seven, but you don't need like 20 wallets of your them. kid. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I would almost go, say like, shred them if you don't, I mean, I, I, I say shred because I don't know if I'd feel comfortable with all of their photos just in a garbage bag that got loose. And then people all now have pictures of my children. Like I would almost be like, if you're getting rid of them, I'm like, maybe shred it if you feel better about sure. that. But that's whatever, just my personality. Whatever. Yeah. I yeah. would say whatever makes you feel good, but don't yeah. put them in a pile. Say, I'm going to shred this someday. Like, no, I right, know you take, actually need to go shred take, it. Take, take action. <laughs> yes. Um, but also people are posting photos of their children all over the internet. So if you're afraid of photos being in the trash of your children, <laughs> they're all over you the internet know. too. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But exactly. 
whatever you want to do. But you I go would to say, someone's house, they've put your children's picture up on their wall. You're like, you're like, okay. weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so keep that five by seven, keep that five by seven, however you want digitally or put it in one place. You have that box of your child stuff. You just have one box, not a million tubs. Um, and then let go of the rest of them because you don't need 80 copies of old Christmas cards of your own. You know what I mean? So keep the one, let the rest go and put it somewhere, like have one place so that you know, okay, it's a photo. I know exactly where it goes. It goes in that place and it's not in your desk drawer. It's not, you know, in a pile in your nightstand, that kind of thing. So I would say if you're going to buy the photos, keep one and have one place to put it, create a home for it. I do like that. Now, here's my thing. So let's go back to these big, the big things. Okay. What are we doing mm-hmm. with these big canvas or not even canvas, like, but just a bigger um, 11 by 14s or really weird sizes uh, photos? I Okay. Well, you might be saying just throw that out, but uh, for the photo or are you, are you saying just throw them out if you're, I don't know. What are you going to say to me? <laughs> You're like, I know you're ruthless. Um, well, again, I would say, okay, if you didn't throw it out, like where do you have one in your house right now? That's not hanging on the wall. Uh, no, no, but, okay. but I yeah. mean, you only have so much wall space, right? So if you're kind of like, yeah. oh, I'd like to have these updated photos of the girls. Yeah. Oh yeah. Then what are you doing with yeah. Yeah. these other things, especially the canvas, wooden, whatever you have? I mean, I'm yeah. curious, like what, where are they, where are they going? Yeah, absolutely. And I would say, so Well, I'll, I'll give you my answer and then we'll backtrack. Um, you know, same thing. I'm not saying this because I'm like, Oh, I want to be a minimalist, you know, which I would, um, but I'm realistic too. (laughs) That's not possible um, with these kids, but I am in a lot of basements. I'm in a lot of garages and storage spaces where there are these canvas photos there are these big frame pictures that they just held on to because they're like, I don't know what to do with them. I spent so much right. money. And yeah. I'm like, and I get it. Like, you don't want to, you're not going to hang them all in your wall. Like you want to rotate them out. And, um, and what do they end up doing is they end up letting go of them because visit it and revisit it. They keep seeing it in the basement mm. and they're like, oh, I'm not, I don't I feel bad, but they end up getting rid of it. So I'm not saying, oh, just toss it. But I'm just saying what I've seen in the work that I do is mm-hmm. that these people hold on to it. And, and I say to them, they're like, oh, I just feel so bad I'm stor- if I throw it away. I'm like, but storing it in the basement, never to see it, is that any better? I mean, literally, yeah. like, that's kind of like putting it in the trash. And so so to that, I would say, because people are like, but I spent so much money. And I'm like, well, then I would think about if it's something you're going to do regularly is really think about how much you're spending on it then up front. Yeah. Because if ultimately, you know, it's going to come down and then you're going to be faced with what do I do with it? Um you know, just really think about, then maybe you don't get the really big expensive canvas. Mm-hmm. Maybe you just get the print that you rotate out of that frame. So you're not really throwing away so much each time because yes. mm-hmm. we also don't want to be tossing big things in a landfill. So, yeah, right. Um, so I would say is, you know, think about when you get it printed out or whatever, or how big you're going to get it made, just think about like, what, where's this going to go next year? So, you know, think yeah. about factor that into your decision because there really isn't a good place to put them. Do you, you know? have, do you have big photos like this on your wall at all or no? I, we have some frame pictures, which I probably need to update them, um, of my family, but we do have some on display and, um, you know, but they're not huge, but also not because huge. our wall, yeah, we don't have a huge wall space. A lot space, of wall so, space. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. So we just, but I do that. I have like frames and then I just rotate out the pictures, um, with just a new copy. Yeah. So. 
So, I mean, you are saying like people are just keeping them in their basement and it, you're, they're eventually getting rid of them. So it's like, first of all, really think about when you're getting big things like this, like, is this something you want to go for like the long haul? Otherwise it's going to be just taking up space or you're throwing it out. So to really kind of probably be really intentional with that is my thoughts. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I think we think a lot about, um, you know, people think of about organizing their space and that kind of thing, but it's also about just being intentional about what you're, what you are bringing into your space. Mm -hmm. Um, because we're faced with how do we manage our stuff? Well, first of all, why, what, you know, just thinking about when you bring it in, you're going to have to manage that one way or another. And so, so absolutely just being really intentional about what you bring in because you're going to have to take care of it or do something with it or be faced with that decision. And it's often a hard one. So how can you possibly avoid that hard decision? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So let's move on to, um, so we talked about the pictures, the kids and all that kind of stuff. Um, so when kids are having birthdays and Christmas and we know there is just going to be more stuff coming in, what are you doing with your family and your household? And then I'm curious if you've had to help people with this or you're probably just seeing the aftermath of them not purging and letting it all come in. So what are your thoughts on this? For sure. You know, it's interesting because I, again, would be a minimalist, but I also am channeling Brene Brown where she says, choose joy. If you ever heard, again, another Netflix reference, her her recent talk on Netflix, and she talks about choosing joy. And she talks about a story with her son. And that really hit home because I would be like, we don't need toys. We don't need any of this stuff. But then <laughs> my kids are six and four. Like they are in that prime time where like, oh my gosh, my friend has this toy and that looks so mm-hmm. fun. And you know, and I used to be the one that'd be like, no gifts, please at the birthday parties. And, but that doesn't fly for a six or seven year old. Do you know what I mean? Like that is, they dream about their birthday party and the gifts they are going to get. And, um, so knowing that, you know, I'm like, choose joy, let them get the toys that make <laughs> you crazy, you know? Um, but, but I don't bring a lot in for them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I yep. know they're going to come into Christmas, but I also will say that with our family, we have a lot of grandparents, we have a mm-hmm. lot of aunts and uncles and our kids are some of the few kids in the families. So there's a lot of stuff coming in, sure. but I've also trained our family that about experiences. So now they buy them gymnastics lessons or, or they pay for their art class or they do those kind of things. But I also know that it brings the grandparents joy to sign them a little toy here and there. So yes. I've learned that I need to adjust my mindset, but to manage that. So I don't get, feel so overwhelmed. Cause I do like, like I have a low threshold for clutter and, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, and it's, you know, there's, there's research saying I'm not crazy. It's just how my brain's wired. So, um, so for all of you, you who fall in that same camp, you're, you know, you're not alone. there's, there's research, there's research <laughs> saying we're not crazy. Yes. You're not alone. Um, but I really, people, people always say, what's the best thing to organize a kid's playroom? I'm like a trash bag, um, really <laughs> going, <laughs> going through. And I don't mean just like, like toss anything, yeah. but like kids have, they say this one study, it's like the average kid has 438 toys in place with 12. Wow. And yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I it's see like, that. Yeah, it's in, and my kids are not, you know, exempt from that. Like, especially when it comes to Legos and they love little figures. Oh, but, yes. But I just try, try to stay on top of like the broken stuff because, you know, the, the old crayons or the broken toys or like the random puzzle piece that we know the puzzles never gonna get back somewhere. together kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what I see with a lot of my clients is they're just like, they go through, it's the same, they find the same things. And so with kids, I think we really have to manage the quantity. Because it is, they just have so much. Like, I'm like, I don't remember how, I think I had like one Barbie car and like probably a Cabbage Patch Kid growing up. I don't even yeah. know. Yeah. Um, 
Because my dad was probably like me. He's like, you don't need yeah, that. Yeah, he's you like, know? this is not coming in the house. No. <laughs> yes. And it just didn't. But I don't know. I, you know, watched too many Brene Brown shows and I let my kids have the toys. But, um, you know, so really staying on top of the quantity. So knowing that, okay, a birthday party is coming up, like going through the stuff, like Christmas is coming or whatever holiday where they get gifts. But also just on a regular basis, like when I can't handle anymore, like I go... That's what people say. How often should I do it? Well, when it starts making you feel crazy, like go through their playroom. Yeah. So I think managing the quantity and then also with kids is having like a specific home for their stuff because I go in a lot of playrooms or say living rooms where there's toys stored and, um, you know, there's no specific home for the toys and for kids and their executive functioning when it's like put stuff away, if there really isn't a specific home for this stuff, it doesn't make sense for them. And like, they just, well, I don't know what that means. And so that's what I often say with kids is managing the quantity because too much is overwhelming for them. And if there's 20 toys, there'll be 20 toys on the floor, you know? Um, and so managing the quantity and then having a good system for them, like, where does the stuff go? So it makes it easy for them to put it away. And, um, and then it's obviously following up with behavior, you know, being like, put your toys away, put your toys away. But yes. um, then hopefully you're creating creating a habit. Like for us, it's like, okay, you have five minutes left, you know, before bedtime, they know that's the prompt to put their toys away and which still requires some reinforcement. But um, so anyway, I kind of went off there, but I would really say is just staying on top of the quantity. And like you said, being intentional about what comes in, you know, yeah, trying yes. your best to, you know, it's hard to limit it at a birthday party, but I if know. there's any, you know, other places where you can limit it, like, you know, do your best and get some stuff out. Like we have bingo night tonight at our school. And the thing is you bring a toy to donate mm. for like the prizes. And so we're going through it right now. And my daughter was like, there's nothing I want to get rid of. I was like, oh. well, no, you, you must, <laughs> like, you must get so, rid of it. <laughs> so find those opportunities to get the stuff out because it comes in like, it's just, yeah, it's going to come in much faster rate yes. than we get it out of there. So yeah, yes. I agree. Okay. So this is going to be my last question yeah. um, before we do the tip of the day. And then I know you also have something to mention a three-step um, process or simple steps um, for the audience, but what to do with clothes. So I, I, I've seen lately a lot of people shifting away from giving clothes to Goodwill or whatever. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because people are just... I, I don't know if they just are like, I don't want to give it to them or, and then on the flip side, there's people consigning or trying to sell through Facebook. And and that is so daunting and takes so much mm -hmm. time. So what is your thoughts with um, getting rid of clothes, shoes and all that stuff? Especially it's hard too, when you know that you might've spent, uh, you know, some good money on it, or it's a more of a name brand. I mean, maybe that's worth selling. I don't know. But for the most part, what are you doing with stuff and telling clients with um, all the kids clothes? Sure. Yeah, that's a big one. And, you know, again, I think it boils down to like what, what kind of time investment you want to make. You know, for me, we like tons of hand-me-downs. Like we, I have my kids later. So I have a lot of friends whose kids are older. And so we're so blessed with so many hand-me-downs, which is a great thing. And then also you're like, Oh my gosh, we have so many hand-me-downs, but you know, having, I think first that good system of keeping your finger, like, you know, your finger on the pulse of like what you do have. Cause often I, I went through this for two years. I was like, Oh my gosh, we totally missed like, like the whole two year, like clothes. Like they, I didn't know we had them. And so, um, so having a really good system to keep your finger on like what we actually do have so that, um, we don't, you know, miss out on those clothes. And then I'm like, Oh, we don't have any pants and go buy some. And they're right there. So, but getting rid of them now we're on that and where we can get rid of them. And, um, so I have found a friend that has a daughter who's a little bit younger than mine. I'm like, perfect. So I would say, try to find someone because 
I think finding the path of least resistance to get rid of stuff, mm-hmm. um, because that's often a barrier where we're like, oh, I need to get rid of this stuff, but I'm going to, I'm going to sell it on eBay. I'm going to do this, but I got to take pictures and I got to right. look up the specs on it and list it. And then that becomes the roadblock and it ends up yeah. sitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when I go in people's offices or say garages or basements, they're like, oh, that's all the stuff I need to sell. I'm like, right. how long has this been sitting here? They're yes. like, oh, like six months, but I'm, uh-huh. I'm going to do it. You know? Um, I think, you know, and I agree like with the whole like donating stuff because so they're inundated. All these, you know, donation centers are inundated because everyone's purging. So they're not much of it is making it onto the floor is what I hear, you know, oh, like less so, than a third of it actually. Ma- yeah. Wait, so, where's it going then? Are they throwing it out? Uh, well, I think they throw some of it out. And then I think they also like ship it to other countries like to Haiti or something like that and it's interesting but the you know but it's so I'm like well how can I get into the hands of someone who could use it yeah you know without like 50 other steps that yeah you know require not that I'm saying we shouldn't ship to other countries but right um so I identified a friend who I could um you know I just have a bag ready for her and then I'm like here here's all these clothes that you can use which is great I love having a place to let it go to but but there are some people who like to sell it and I say that's when I have a client who's like oh I'm gonna sell this and I'm like okay so let's be prepared you know like this is what that process looks like and these are you know this is what those steps look like and you're gonna make like two or three dollars but what is your time worth and so not to say those two or three dollars are not but I'm like if they're like no that three dollars is still worth it I'm like absolutely and that's where like creating a really good system to you know have a place to put it and have a, you know, a good place to post it. And so having that worked out, I think is important if you decide to sell it. Um, yeah. but I think, think people are even moving away from that because it's just sometimes can be a pain because, you know, people oh, are like, yes. Oh, I'll take it. And then they like go and, then they, you, and then they don't yeah. show up. And then you're yeah. like messaging them back or waiting. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So I think factoring that in, just saying, do I want to invest this time or this money and, and will, or, you know, your time, which is worth money. And will I actually do it? Um, but if you're, you know, game for it to, um, you know, to, to find someone that, you know, like have that like repeat channel of someone where you could don- donate it to, or, you know, whether it's an organization or mm-hmm. a friend or whatever. But again, just like we talk about like the receipts or the papers, like, where is it? How can I easily get it to where it needs to go with the fewest touches? Yep. Um, I think really helps you to then also keep up with the purging. Cause sometimes we don't want to do the purging cause we're like, Oh, I don't even know what to do with, with yeah. that stuff. So, right. um, and to your other question about, you know, if you buy something really expensive, like I don't, I don't fall into that camp because I don't buy my kids expensive clothes. Like, <laughs> like they're wearing I hand-me-downs. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they do. And like, if they have, and they get some really nice hand-me-downs and like, they got like a nice Patagonia coat, you know, mm. and then I handed it down to someone else. I was like, this is really nice. Who can I hand it down to? Mm. You know? Um, yeah. But I would just, just like we talked about the big pictures, like thinking about if you're going to invest money up front, just be prepared that down the road, you're going to have to offload this and, yeah. you know, and you if it's going to be a, or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. people say, oh, that, that's a waste of money if I get rid of it. It's like, well, no, maybe you waste the money when you bought it, you know? Right. So, yeah. yep. so just yeah. thinking about the journey of that item when you're going to own it, like there's a whole journey involved with it. Yeah, no, that is a good point. And I know where you are in Colorado, you have obviously snow and stuff like that. So imagine you have your boots and your snow pants and all that kind of stuff, snow jackets, right? And then you have summer and then you have all your towels and goggles and whatever swim stuff. Where where are you putting that stuff that you're not wanting to get rid of, but it's obviously does not need to be in the forefront if it's the opposite season? Where where, do, where should you put these things? Um, especially if you don't have yeah. a basement. I'm curious, like where, 
you help people put those things that you can't just offload, but you'll need um, next year or whatever. I don't know. What's your thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting in Colorado, we almost have to be prepared for any type of weather like all year long because, you know, it's 70 degrees and it's a blizzard, you know. So in the winter, we're accessing just about everything. And so and I really try to keep our entryway, you know, I mean, that's our you know, we're coming in and out of there and that really can set the tone for our day. And so like right now ours is inundated because we have had so much snow mm. and my kids have been playing yeah. and their coats get wet. So then you have another coat yes. because you got to keep it's cycling soaked. the dry yeah. one, the wet one. Yep. And, um, kind of like bathing suits to some me... degree, right? You know, like oh, you exactly. have a really yeah. wet bathing suit, you need to wear the other bathing suit. Yeah, for sure. So with, you know, so let's say like the entryway with like the clothes, you know, the, the boots, whatever, but you know, I say keep your entry current as much as you can. You know, obviously in summer, you're not going to probably need the boots. And obviously like in summer or in winter, we're not going to need the pool Baby towels as frequently, yeah, that kind of right. thing. Yeah. And, um, and so, you know, I rotate those things out. So, you know, we're fortunate enough. We have like another closet, like, you know, like a hall closet that has right. some space. And so I literally have a swim bin. I take the swim bin out, put that in the hall closet. And then like the winter bin goes into the entryway. Yes. Um, and so, you know, and thinking about, you know, just keeping, you know, I go into a lot of people's entryways and they've got, you know, it's summer and they still have like the gloves and I'm like, well, let's pull those right. out. Let's put them somewhere, yes. you know, that it's just not taking up this prime real estate for you here, but you know, that obviously you need to, you know, you need, and you want to be able to access, but, you know, just thinking about, you know, what do I need now and keeping it current and then, you know, just kind of rotating those things out. Um, like I was just in a garage yesterday helping a client and it's ski season. And so we were, you know, but they had also like their paddleboard. So we're like, well, let's move the paddleboard like up. So think about frequent is what you want to be able to re- um, reach easily. And then yep. less frequent kind of push, put up high on a shelf or yes. put in another room or something like that. And so, and just, you know, rotating it. So, yeah, I like that. Um, well, and yeah. I have the same thing. We have a, um, kind of a hall closet that goes near into our bathroom downstairs and we have a bucket and whatever it, the season is, the opposite stuff is in that bucket in the yeah. closet. So, um, yeah. And I think that's great. So I think if people don't have mud rooms and stuff like that, which I'm always like, I wish I had that. Cause then I don't know, I feel like you could put more stuff, but if you don't have yeah. that to, to figure out how to make space in a hall closet or somewhere, to just kind of swap those things out. Um, so yeah, that, that was helpful. Okay. So Stephanie, we're at the end of the show. Um, so two things, what is one tip that you could give everyone that they could, you know, do today that's 15 minutes or less, um, with kids stuff. And then also, um, how about you share, um, the free guide that you have the three simple steps, um, to manage kids papers, which I know we talked about papers before, but since we're on kids stuff, we'll loop it into this one. For sure, because there's principles that can apply to things outside of papers as well. Um, So I would say something quick, like I talked about, you know, when your kids are not home, I would suggest, um, you know, go through, you know, go through what it's a one toy bin or it's whatever it might be, a toy box or whatever it might be, just going through and just taking out those broken pieces. You don't have to make big, big decisions like this is low hanging fruit, broken pieces, you know, the end of a crayon, whatever it might be, or just trash like. I find, you know, like granola bar wrappers in my kid's toy box, which are not supposed to be. Um, but just going through there is going to like doing that, like set your timer for 15 minutes is going to feel like it's just going to feel really great and create some momentum and just open your eyes up to other things. But I would say you don't have to make any decisions about getting rid of toys. 
all you do is get rid of the stuff that, like I said, is broken, is no longer working, or it's just straight up garbage like wrappers. And so I think you'll be amazed how amazing that can feel. Yeah, I like that. Okay. And then what is your free guide that you have for everyone, which I will include it in the show notes? Yeah, absolutely. So it's a three simple steps to managing kids' papers. And again, it has three simple steps that you probably can apply to a lot of other things um, of your kids. And that's, um, you'll apply, you'll include those notes, but it's the bit.ly forward slash kids' papers, both plural. Okay, cool. Yep. I will um, put that in um, episode 178 show notes for everybody and they can check it out. All right, Stephanie. So thank you so much for coming back on the show to do part two. And I can't wait to chat with you next week about creating day-to-day systems. Great. Thank you. Hey, you guys, have you subscribed to the Mom Inspired Show email list yet? If you want to have discounts sent to your email and links to the books we discuss on the show, as well as all the guests information, then you will want to subscribe. That way, every episode will show up in your inbox every Tuesday and you won't have to go searching for the newest episode. It will be right at your fingertips. So just go to mominspiredshow.com and scroll down and enter your name and email and you will be all set. See you next week.